Limits. Trending chats on Five Nights. Thank you so much for choosing Five Nights as your companion. I am your host, Smash Africa. On the line, I am joined by April. Hi, April. What up? Welcome to Five Nights. Hi, how are you? I'm good in you, as well as T. What's up, T? D. I think we lost yes, you. Are you there, D? Sorry, I <laughs> think here. I think I think we might have lost you. Who am I speaking to right now? Is it D or April? I'm trying to get both of you guys on a line. I'm in. Oh, I Ndi- can hear you. This this is D, right? Yes. All right, D. Thank you so much for your time and for having this conversation. I'm learning so much um, uh, this this evening um, uh, for trending chats. My my career time uh, conversation of a signal uh, of a sexual nature. So parental guidance is advise and um, we're talking about sexual experiences of people in the LGBTIQ community particularly same sex as well as transsexual uh, sex Um, so what has been uh, your experience uh, with um, sex and did you know what you know now when you first had sex well, with me, uh, my first sexual intercourse was not really contextual, contextual, mm-hmm. to put it that way. So I didn't have a good start in terms of, you know, my sex life and all that. And ever since that experience, I was ever, you know, scared to ever try to be sexual because of what I had encountered when I started being sexual. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. April, are you there? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, mm-hmm. uh, your your first experience with sex, what was it like um, compared to what you know about sex today? Oh, my gosh. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so if I'm to, like, take myself back, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I have to come clean about something, though. Like, I, I never really was sexual before I transitioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very, I was like super dysphoric, super uncomfortable, and I was still, you know, going through this like identity thing. Like I was conflicted a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to my uh, gender identity. Mm-hmm. So it was like for me, I just I just couldn't find myself to, you know, open myself up like like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and but, what what changed? What do you think changed? I think I kind of uh, regained confidence when I, like, you know, well, in the process of, like, transitioning uh, through, uh, through my transition. Mm. Because I remember, um, I mean, even when even when I just started taking, like, hormones and, you know, like, beginning my medical transition, I still didn't, you know, I, I still wasn't comfortable to, you know... Um, put myself out there, meet guys and date and all of that. I just, it only, I only gained that bit of a confidence um, close to when I was about to have my surgery. It just, it just clicked to me. That's when I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm finally going to be the woman that I've always, you know, mm. pictured and dreamt to be, um, sort of see myself as. And then when that happened, it's like, uh, yeah, it just it's like the gates open. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for sharing that, April. Uh, we've gotten D back on the line. Yeah. Yes. So, D, like, my question still stays: What mm-hmm. changed? I mean, from that experience <laughs> to now. Well, a lot changed. It's also like self-awareness. I became more self-aware. That was only later, after years, 
later. I think only last year. Mm. That's when I was in a position of self-awareness and trying to explore, you know, sexually as well. But before that, I've always been so scared to be sexual. The moment I'm close to a man, the mom- the memory of what had happened before or my sexual encounters that would prior that would pop in and I would feel unsafe and just couldn't be in a position to do anything. Mm, mm. And, yeah. and like, I mean, I, I'm, 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 I want to phrase this properly. Mm-hmm. Now you are at a place where you are no longer the same, right? In terms of mm-hmm. like your view of sex and, and, yeah. and, and, and how you interact with intimacy. Mm-hmm. Do you, did you have a support structure? And April, this question goes for you too. From the point okay. where you transitioned, did you have a support structure in terms of who you talk to about your mm-hmm. thoughts and your feelings and your emotions around sex? Mm-hmm. Personally, um, well, um, yeah, let's let Ndi go first. April, please. Okay. <clears throat> well, personally, I, I had, um, yes, an, uh, a, um, a support structure because I think last year, that's when I was with another trans girl. So I think for me, seeing the trans girl and her expressing her sexuality and all that, for me, sort of like, okay, it's also possible for you to actually do the same. So you just need to be self-aware and all that. So that's when I was like, okay, cool. I'm not, at least I'm not alone. But before that, not being aware, not being able to have reference close to me maybe played a role in, not, in me not being out there. Mm-hmm. And for you, April? Yeah. Um, I, I'd say maybe, like, kind of similar as Udi as well. It was just a matter of, you know, having a close friend, someone that you can, I mean, someone, living with a person in the same experience as you, uh, I guess, through, like, conversations, mutual conversations, through their experience, you can learn, Bob on. Mm, so, mm. It's, yeah, so I just feel like, I just feel like it's having that support system would, for me, I feel like it would be just like having like a girlfriend or someone, you know, like close to you. Mm, mm, mm. Last but not least, uh, um, um, April, what are the safety issues you'd like to share with other trans women when it comes to sex? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think, okay, because we live like in, in the society that we live in, like our country is predominant, predominantly a heteronormative society. I mean, you all know that. Mm. And so when it comes to, um, like, being a trans woman, I, I don't think it's, it's the safest to just go out in public and, you know, um, just meet guys and engage with guys, uh, you know, just like how cis girls probably interact with guys, you know. Because mm. uh, you must understand that most guys out there are basically... You to, to that whole binary man woman, you know, mm-hmm. and they, I don't think they are aware of the diverse females that you get out there. Like, it's not just this woman, but you get trans women as well. Mm-hmm. And with that, it's like, um, I feel like once they encounter a trans woman, there's that sense of vulnerability that also guys, uh, and mostly cis guys, experience. And I feel like it kind of um, triggers uh, a sort of unstable reaction. So I think it would be, I think it would be best and very smart for every trans girl to first know who they interact with, mm. uh, to know what kind of guy they're dealing with. Just knowing the the person in terms of are they sensitized around trans issues or LGBT issues, 
Are they kind of uh, not necessarily open-minded, but are they at least informed? Are they aware? Because I know, like, I'm like a girl from KZN. And if you think about KZN, most, um, like, the, the, the culture there is a little bit, you know, um, kind of like a strict traditional culture. So the they people, the societal expectations are usually towards, like, the heteronormative sort of, you know, and this this kind of, um, like, lifestyle. So now when you come as a trans person, uh, it, it automatically it's like something new to the guy and they don't understand and because of the ignorance as well. So there's just a whole lot of factors, I believe, that um, come to play. So it's important to be aware of that birth as a trans woman. And also, I think disclosure might also be another thing that's vital, um, meaning that I'm not saying that a trans girl should disclose out there to just every single person, but if it's going to come to, if it's going to go down to like intimacy and sex, and you know that, okay, this person is a person I can potentially have sex with, then I think it would be a good thing for you to disclose your trans status to them so that at least they know who they're dealing with. And mm, um, mm. it gives them that sense of privilege as well to be able to make a decision as to, um, you know, can I have sex with this trans girl or not? Because at the end of the day, there, there, there are preferences. You know, people may, may be open-minded, but at the same time, uh, you find that maybe they prefer this woman over trans women. So it's just a matter of that, yeah, I feel like there's a safety thing that we should consider as well. You mm, know. Mm. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add around the safety issues um, uh, you want to share with other trans women um, that April might have left up? Okay, I think April said quite a mouthful and yeah. a lot of um, you know, safety measures. But I think um, what is important to, uh, in what she said is disclosing. Um, disclosing doesn't necessarily mean that obviously you'd have to be disclosing who you are and you know all your situation with he to everyone that you meet out there. But at least now, if you're going to be sexually with a guy or a person that you met in a club or anywhere else, you need to disclose. Like I don't think it's safe as well to be in a space like a club and maybe drive off with a man because. What if that man didn't understand, even if you did mention, and when you arrive in that house or apartment or whatever, then things get, you know, go south. So it's important to be safe in those spaces, not to just go with random people without them knowing your tea and understanding your tea. So disclosing is very important when it comes to sexual intercourse. That's my choice. Thank you so much for this conversation and also for sharing a a piece of your life, a personal part of your life mm-hmm. on national radio. This, after all, is a sexual education conversation, and, and I appreciate your time. I appreciate your courage, and uh, I, I appreciate you sharing your truth on this level. A lot of people who are listening now can take that energy that you have just transferred that you might not even get to see, but you definitely change a lot of people's lives. Awesome. Thank you so much, indeed. Thank you so much, April, for your time. Thank you. Thank you. With Smash Africa. Monday to Thursday, 7 to 10 p.m.